and that's how I ended up on the crutches. Anyway, so we are back. <laughs> what? Welcome to take two with Aaron, a Aaron, and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. So we are gathered here today. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All the puns intended. Ooh. Uh, we are gathered here today to um, do another podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's Mygo. I've lost count, babe. And with that. <laughs> Um, so I think it's my go to go over a topic today. Um, I've actually got two, so I don't know how much time we have. Maybe we'll try to knock out two podcasts today. I don't know. Um, topic for discussion for today. You are a mom of a young man. Mm -hmm. I am a father of two young men. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to dig a little bit into raising children. To our African American culture. As y'all know, I have no idea what these <laughs> topics are, so I'm like, what? What? Uh, what? What's going on? Okay, so here is the subject matter for today. Mm-hmm. In our community, in our day and age, and given, um, I am from a um, uh, biracial upbringing. Um, he's African American. African American. Yes. Yeah. Um, I am African American. <laughs> that means my penis glows in the dark. Um, Babe. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Oh my God. Let's stick to the text. So. Um. With that, uh, do you feel in this day and age in, in, in our community, <sighs> raising young men of color, is there a way you can communicate your disappointment or communicate to your son, sons, that you're not pleased with their behavior or something that they've done without them being, without them feeling like they've been painted in a corner, without them feeling like you're being too judgmental, without you feeling like you're, quote, trying to tell them what to do or you're trying to run me. Or is that... I mean, well, at the age that our children are, we are telling them what to do because they're not old enough to make decisions on their own so i'm not quite understanding do you mean i think i feel like i understand what you're trying to say um with, with you saying 
like in this day and age in the community, blah, 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 because of current events. Um, are you saying how do we talk to them without them feeling like they already have a bad a bad hand dealt to them because of how the community or the world views them? And so how do we talk to them or discipline them or whatever without them feeling like we're against them too? Is that kind of what you're trying to say? That's what I'm saying. Even if it's not from your not even if it's not from between you and Jalen, you've got uh, young men who are cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, a brother. You've got um, many different examples that you can use. I think a lot of you're hitting the nail right on the head. I think a lot of times um, minority young men are seen as um, this young thug type of, um, not the artist, the actual young thug. And I think that's how they're portrayed on uh, social media, how they're portrayed on, um, you know, the news and newspapers and whatever the case. Given that, give me your input on on how you, because even though we aren't at that stage yet, we are headed in that direction very shortly. Give me your input. Part two of that question is for the response that so many young men would have mm-hmm. that, oh, you're just trying to run me. You're just trying to tell me what to do. X, Y, and Z. Do you feel that's a cop out or do you feel that's uh, like a legit well, here's my thing. Hit me. So it's interesting that you bring this up because mm-hmm. when it comes to this conversation in the community and in the world in general, right. I tend to stay away from it. Mm. And <clears throat> for a few reasons. Yeah. One, I don't want to say I feel like that doesn't apply to me but in so many words i feel that that doesn't apply to me and i don't know if that's because of my background ethnicity wise um but i just i don't experience a lot of the things that other people experience so i feel like i don't have that same understanding okay like i um you know, I have multiple friends who are very, you know, they're very uh, vocal when it comes to, like, the Black Lives Movement and things of that nature and having a voice or an opinion when it comes to, you know, young Black men being shot or uh, treated a certain way by the police and things like that. And it's not that I don't have sympathy, because of course I do. Like, I don't feel like anybody's life life should be cut short um tragically like that but i think because my upbringing was a little different Mm -hmm. i don't have that same understanding that some of my other friends do who might not have the same background ethnicity wise as me so i don't and and because I haven't experienced, like, some of the things that other people have experienced as far as feeling like they're being profiled or uh, feeling like they are being um, 
discriminated against. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. Right. So I don't feel like I have the same... I, I, I don't... Like I said, I don't feel like I have the same understanding. Okay. I don't have the same viewpoint. So when you ask um, about raising young black men, again, it's the same thing because my son is a African American also. And he, as far as I know, hasn't experienced any of these things either. So I don't, I don't think that just how I view it, I don't think that he feels, you know, he doesn't have that understanding either because he's not, you know, fully African-American. So two questions real quick, and then let's, let's, I'll give you my input and we can go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, Two questions. Do you feel, one, do you feel that when you correct Jalen because that he hasn't had certain experiences or he's not treated a certain way, do you feel like he takes that correction well or do you feel like he takes it as a personal attack? Part two to that is what happens when you go to correct, if you see one of your cousins doing something uh, that you don't agree with and know that it's going to be get them in some trouble or uh, that you don't agree with uh, whatever man. Um, what, how do you approach trying to correct that behavior I mean without uh and what's their what's their reaction to it well just like I would with my sisters or anybody else especially being that I'm a mom now I always view everything from the mom side of it um and I would say I would have to you know really answer this question based on my cousins my my male cousins so if I were to see that they were doing something that that I didn't agree with or I didn't think I thought was, you know, a little beneath them. Like they, they're better than that. They, they know better than that. Um, I mean, I honestly would just keep it real with them and be like, you know, really? Like, what's up? And those are conversations that I've had with them before. Um, and usually, you know, their response is for the most part, you know, yeah, you're right. Or, you know, they give me some type of reasoning as to why they're doing what they're doing and then kind of talk it out from there. But I'm always, I feel like honesty is the best policy. Like, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat anything with them. Right. So if I feel like they're acting like a jackass, I'm going to tell them you're being a jackass. Right. And kind of keep it moving from there. Um, As far as Jalen, like, I think that... As far as Jalen, I think that because he hasn't had some of the experiences, maybe other children his age have, right. that sometimes when I do come down on him, it's it's a little bit harder for him to take. Sure. Um, I think he probably does take it personally because, you know, he's not getting that same attack from the outside world. So it just seems like, oh, mom's just being hard on me. Mm, okay. Um. <clears throat> And so, you know, he has a ten- tendency to be a little sensitive when it comes to, especially when I'm getting on him or grilling him about, you know, I know what his potential is and he can do better, you know, if he gets a bad grade or whatever. Um, and he takes that to heart because he likes, he doesn't like to to disappoint. Right, right, right. So. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I think me, on the other hand, I've had it both ways um 
not necessarily my, of course, not my children because they're not at that age yet. Um, but being in a supervisory position on my job, I've had to correct um, like a certain age group um, of both minority and um, I'll just say other. Um, then at the same time, um, I've had people, um, have to correct me. And I think it's, um, I think there's a way you go about approaching it. Um, I don't think I grew up, you know, I had obviously more experiences than Jalen has had with, um, being discriminated against or, um, you know, different issues like that. Um, I know that me personally, um, I don't take correction well when it's, um, you know, someone, and this, this uh, might just be more my personality, but when it's someone seeming like they're, you know, just getting on me or just attacking me for whatever the case, I take it a lot better when it's, um, someone who sits me down and is calmly trying to explain X, Y, and Z to me, um, as far as someone saying, oh, you're telling me what to do or you're just getting on me like everybody else, um, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think that's a cop-out and I think sometimes it's not. I think sometimes people pick the wrong fight and um, should just leave it alone. And I think other times it is. I think we use it as a cop-out uh, all the time just to say, you know, I don't feel like dealing with this right now, so... Um, you're just picking on me or you're just getting on me, you know, like, like everyone else is, but I just thought I would ask. What, what made you bring up this topic? I heard something similar about it, um, in my day to day. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could like kind of turn this to how, um, you know, what, me and you were going to go through as far as, you know, raising children and especially teenage boys mm-hmm. who are minorities. And granted, we won't, um, Jalen won't always live in the areas. And now my kids won't always live in the area they're in now. Um, but I just thought it was, it was relative to what we were going through. I thought it might make a good topic of conversation. That's all. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I've said that I haven't experienced some things that my friends have experienced and I may not have that same understanding, but do not get it twisted. Mm. I cannot stand an ignorant Caucasian person. Majority. And (laughs) I cannot stand when they, um, you know, put all black people in in the same, in one category, or they think that all black people or black men specifically are thugs or we're in gangs or we all live in the hood. You know, I don't. That does, you know, rub me the wrong way. So Mm -hmm. it is at that moment where I feel like um, I need to say something kind of Black Lives (laughs) Matter-esque. But again, I, I, you know, again, I I try to stay away from that. I try to stay, especially on social media, I try to stay away from religion. I try to stay away from politics I try to stay away from anything of that nature because everybody is entitled to their own opinions about whatever. And, you know, you're you're going to have friends who don't agree with you in those areas. And I'd just rather not mm-hmm. have that be an argument of negativity in my life. 
Um, and I just would rather keep those opinions to myself right. and just not even bring them up. Sometimes the juice isn't worth the squeeze. There we go with another me- metaphor, ladies and gentlemen. Another metaphor. Um, That's it. So, yeah. So, I just, I, I did want to give that disclaimer. Don't, do not get it wrong. I do not and cannot stand. I don't have the patience for an ignorant, racist person. But you, that is just me. Amen. Anything else? No, I'll save it for next time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was interesting. Um, I had no idea that that's where we were going tonight. But, you know, it's always good to be different, think outside the box. And, uh, you know, for once we got off sex and relationships and we talked about something real. Way to go, baby. Isn't sex and relationships real? It is very real, but when you, um, you know, when you have a podcast that's majority about relationships and sex and things with your partner and all that great stuff, you know, it's good to switch it up a little bit. Absolutely. Every now and then. So that's take two for today, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Anything else you need to say? Bye-bye. Say bye, babe. Bye, babe.